Welcome to Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. And now, here's your host, Work Mom. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. Uh, this is a real special one for me because I've had a book in the offing for about five years, six years, and it's been kind of dusted off and brought back to life. And I'm releasing it on Amazon, Kindle and Audible this spring. So April 1st will mark the release of the Amazon soft cover. And the title is Work Mom Says, Don't Be an Idiot, 38 Lessons You Don't Want to Learn the Hard Way. And what I'm being told is that it's very accessible. It's very fun. It's a quick and easy read. And it talks about things that a lot of people don't talk about um, related to business and performance. As a young professional just getting into the workplace, honestly, um, you are running into something very different than what you've experienced in the past. And it takes a little while to grow into it. And the reason I know that is because I've made all the mistakes there are to make in business. For this episode, I'm going to read through some chapters and hopefully entertain you a little bit, teach you some new things, and inspire you to um, take a look at the book when it comes out. So our first chapter is entitled, Never Mind That Mean Little Voice. Experts estimate that our brains think over 60,000 thoughts every single day. How many of yours are productive and positive? Consider this. The human mind is basically a storage facility for every life experience you've ever had. It's an evolutionary marvel whose goal is to keep you safe. How does it do that? By taking things that happen and feeding you thoughts or guidance about what you should do next to stay safe. Of course, your brain's definition of safe is uh, based on what happened when you experienced something similar in the past that left you feeling unsafe. It could have been something that happened when you were a child and somebody took you to a birthday party late and you were really worried about being late. So now being late presents you with a problem. It makes, brings up emotions. So for example, consider Lena. She's always been loud and enthusiastic since childhood and had been labeled bossy by her parents and her siblings. It felt like an insult. So she started to equate her enthusiasm for leadership in group settings as a bad thing. During group projects in college, even when she thought she'd had a great idea, she'd hesitate to speak up for fear of being seen as bossy. That mean little voice in her head questioned her. Why, who are you to jump in and try to run anything? Well, how do you know your idea is even a good one? After some coaching with a mentor or something, you, you can get that sometimes from your boss, Lena began to speak up and talk much more often at work. She noticed that her thoughts and insights were actually appreciated and her confidence grew. So what is that mean little voice in your head saying? Is it keeping you from bringing creative ideas and solutions to your job? Practice controlling those thoughts. Acknowledge that ugly little voice and then shut it down. Try something as simple as physically brushing your shoulder while telling it, thank you for sharing, and then move on to do something that you want to or need to do. Our next chapter that we're going to talk about is called Reframe What You See. You've heard that old saying about wearing rose-colored glasses, right? Of course, we all look at the world through glasses that color our understanding and our expectation of what happens. 
It may seem like we're given those glasses at birth and we can't do anything about it. I'm a pessimist, I've heard some say, as if their current perspective is a given. I can't help but look at the bad things that might happen just so I'm ready for anything. And that sounds really practical, doesn't it? Unfortunately, by expecting bad things to happen, your negative attitude can influence others to behave negatively toward you. But in reality, we all have the ability to reframe what we think by choosing different lenses. If you have a poor self-image and expect people to treat you poorly, you're more likely to comprehend someone's behavior as being intended to hurt you. They may be simply having a selfish moment and aren't even aware that their behavior affects you. If you're an optimist and you love to meet new people, your friendly demeanor towards others inspires them to be more social towards you. Hence, your expectations and the frame through which you see the world makes it a more pleasant place. Why am I telling you this? Because it's so easy to reframe what you see and create a more positive vision and outcome. What if the hypervigilant security guard that's going through your bag just got yelled at by his boss for not going, being thorough enough? What if your coworker was upset, not because of you, but because of a doctor's appointment that she's worried about? Use what if language during those times when your lenses might not be helpful and you can change how you relate to and connect with other people, both inside and outside of the office. Reframe what you see and you'll see something better. So this is going to sound like the polar opposite of what I just said, but you don't know shit. And I know that, I mean, it sounds harsh, but this next chapter will be extremely helpful for you as you just get out of college, just start those first few jobs and maybe feel like you need to prove yourself and maybe your ego is going to get in your way a little bit. Understanding that you only know how much you can know at that specific point in your career based on your actual work experience. So this one is for those of us who sometimes want to show how much we know. I've been that person, so I understand. And uh, I hope it's helpful. So you don't know Sure, you sat in many classes, did an internship, and even spent time shadowing somebody who was doing your desired job. You may have worked in offices during your summers. Maybe your dad is in the same field you've chosen, so you grew up in the biz. Yippee. You still don't know as much as you think you know. If you come into the workplace with many opinions, your reputation will take a hit. I can promise you. Here's why. You simply won't have the experience to know what you need to know. In the first five years of business, you'll learn exponentially more than you know when you're just starting out. And to give you a really good example, I heard someone say once, you learn more about French in France than you do in French class. I mean, you can tell the difference there. Being immersed in French culture would make a huge difference in the learning over sitting in a class in uh, college or high school. So that's something to think about. Everything you learned in college was theoretical. If you practiced business by volunteering, you were still not 100% immersed in actual business. And you will work with people who have been in the industry you're just joining for decades. So if you're 25 years older, a little bit older, younger than that, and you believe on just about any topic that you know more than they do, take a step back and consider what you may not know. Consider that you may be under an impression that's based on academia, not the workplace. So instead of feeding your ego's need to be smart, choose curiosity, ask questions, 
instead of trying to share your knowledge. And you can help bring everyone to the correct answer. It's true. I've seen it happen. And finally, always listen with an open mind to what others say. It's a really excellent way to get the information you need and earn their respect at the same time. So trust me, understanding that you don't know will save you many and I'm an idiot moments. So that's it for this short little episode of Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. This is Lori Jovest, aka Work Mom, and I am so glad you listened to today's episode. Please get in touch with us at workmomsays.com or on my LinkedIn profile. I'm an open networker on LinkedIn, Lori Jovest, also known as Work Mom Says. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear about what you'd like us to talk about. If you have ideas for guests, if you have questions you'd like answered, or if you'd even like to appear on the show, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, keep uh, pushing forward on your professional goals and uh, make things happen for yourself. That's how it works. So talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Work Mom Says. Don't be an idiot. For more information, you can email Work Mom at L-O-R-I WorkMomSays.com. That's Lori at WorkMomSays.com. And remember, <sighs> don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot.